Blog Talk Radio. these years. Anyway, it's February 8, 2017. I'm the recruiting animal, and I want to tell you about an article I read. I have to talk about something. I read an article this week that tries to differentiate between talent acquisition and recruiting. Talent acquisition and recruiting. And you know what the difference is? A bunch of hogwash I'd like to yell louder, but everybody gets mad at me for yelling. But what do you... It's so stupid. What could I do? Somebody wants a bigger title. So instead of recruiting manager, she gets to call herself talent acquisition leader. That's why they've got a new name, talent acquisition. The article, listen to the article. It says that recruiting is sourcing, screening, interviewing, assessing, selecting, and hiring. That's a lot, eh? But you know what? To me, I lump interviewing and screening together. They're the same thing. And what about assessing and selecting? They're the same thing. Selecting is the natural end of assessing. It's not a separate thing, but they have to inflate everything. Now, what does it say that talent acquisition is? Marketing stuff like creating a, an employment value proposition, <laughs> that's a job in itself, right? Employment branding, uh, maintaining candidate communities, and what does that mean? I bet you it just means <laughs> that you run the email list. You press a button and send out a bunch of email to a bunch of suckers, right? That's all it means. Oh, they also handle candidate experience, and that means emailing people, <laughs> Who aren't chosen <laughs> on the you got the pipeline they're sending out little newsletters and then you got the losers they get emails too that's what the talent acquisition people do right and it also says they gather big data to make big decisions who knows what that means i'll bet you in real life it's not very impressive to me though based on what they've said here this means that recruiting is the combat role. Recruiting is the combat role, and talent acquisition is the support function. It's the secondary role. It's like saying you were in the Army, but always... (laughs) Sorry, I laugh at my own jokes. But always behind the lines. It's not even my own joke. It's a joke about life. It's a joke about this business. You know what? You're always behind the lines, et cetera, et cetera. You go home, and your kid says to you, if you're you know, one of these talent acquisition people, what did you do during the war, Daddy? And you says, I put up ads that said, Uncle Sam wants you, or I played the clarinet in the USO. You know, that's okay, because not everybody, <laughs> not everybody can be a hero, and not everybody wants to be a hero. I know you don't even understand what I said because I started laughing in the middle. But let me tell you this. You've come to the show where all the heroes shine on Jerry. Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting 
year, okay? <laughs> he had an appointment with, uh, I don't know. I don't know who he had an appointment with. He couldn't come. At least he called me. I had to call Maureen, though. And I want to thank Maureen because, you know, for the last two weeks, I couldn't get into Blog Talk Radio. Today, I couldn't even get on the Internet. Uh, we had an ice storm here yesterday, and my Internet was out all morning till just before the show started. I had to call Maureen, ask her to uh, go in there and press all the buttons. Uh, and she said, sure, sure thing, no problem recruiting animal. And I appreciate that. She's a special person. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so you know what? I want to thank, before we get going, I want to thank uh, my sponsors, uh, Martin Snyder over at PC Recruiter and Nin Tran. I'll just spell Nin for you, N-I-N-H. Why does he keep the H there? Uh, Just to bug me, I guess, Nin. Uh, Nin. He was thinking of you. (laughs) Okay, Nin Tran. He's from Higher Tool. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L, the hot new sourcing tool, okay? And uh, the guest today, I don't know if I should bring her on or or do an ad first. Uh, I'll bring her on. It's the blonde pear, the strawberry blonde pear, Amy Miller. Amy Miller, are you here? Of course I'm here. I wouldn't miss this. Uh, uh, you weren't here a minute before the show started. Don't say <laughs> of course here I'm here. I was here seconds before the show. It told me when I called in. <laughs> yeah, right. Amy, you know, I've never knew- heard you on the animals show. I'm so excited to <gasps> tune in, but I have to leave 15 minutes early for yoga. Oh. We'll try to get yeah. up up front. <laughs> Are you guys trying to hijack <laughs> the show already? Okay. I'm yeah. just trying to win another Emmy. It's been like six years. I'm due. That's not true. I gave you something last year, okay? Did you? Was it like a Lifetime Achievement Award? You're not that old. I know you're 40 or something like that. You're you're Yeah, something. Something like that. Yeah, something. Okay, so Amy, I think everybody knows her. Her name is Amy Miller, and uh, her name on Twitter is Alla Recruiter. A-L-A Recruiter. And, uh, she works, uh, she's a tech recruiter for a big company. And here's the first question, Amy. Are you ready? Yes. Wake up, I've been okay? training for this. Wake up. <laughs> Sounds like okay. a game show. Okay. There's I know. An ad. Please listen to me. There's an ad for a job. And it says the company will pay relocation if necessary. Okay. But they decide decide to hire you, and you're local, right? Can you ask Mm -hmm. them for that relocation money since they were willing to pay somebody else for it? Can you say, I want that money. What's wrong with me? Uh, What's wrong with you? Apparently you don't own a map. If you are not relocating, why would we give you relocation money? Because you already budgeted that money. And if it was somebody else who was just equal to me, no better, maybe worse, you would be spending five thousand dollars or so on that person. Why not? Why don't? Why, how come I'm not good enough? Why don't I? Amy, I think that's a good Hello. answer. <laughs> Amy, I why, think why his don't answer you was good. Away, and if you're still the right person for the job, and we would need to physically move your ass to get you to take the job, then we can have that conversation. If you live down the street, it's kind of silly. And now I'm questioning your thought process that you would bring this up. Well, you know, 
I'm a hard driver. I'm a good negotiator. I'm a good negotiator. Let me ask you hey, another follow-up. If you want to negotiate salary or you want to negotiate a sign-on bonus, I mean, there are different ways for companies to spend a recruiting budget. Giving you relocation, which is earmarked for specific thing that you're not doing is just okay, silly. Let me, let me and move if on. you're especially no let me finish. Let me let me finish. If I'm hiring you talk. into a role where you may no. potentially have budgetary control or be hiring yourself, I need to know that you're thinking of these things. Don't make me mute you, okay? When I tell you <laughs> stop, stop here's a follow up question. If I actually asked you that or told you I want that money, would you decide against hiring me? Would you retract the I would say, uh, help offer? Help me understand why you came to that conclusion that we should give you relocation when you're would not you moving. Would you retract the offer? Would you no, have second not thoughts? Not for about that me? reason alone. Not. No, no, I would not retract the the offer for asking a question. Now, depending on how far down this stupid road you go, you know who knows what could happen. But I would first <laughs> of all, I'd say, help me understand how you got there. What what made you think this was something that we should consider? Okay, you're you're big on the question. What time do you get up in the morning? I am morning? big on questions. Um, about 7. 7 o'clock? Okay, on the uh, yeah, West Coast. Yeah, give or take. Okay. Yeah. No, so I've only been up for a couple hours. Okay, so you should be fresh. I, told, I mentioned uh, your age uh, a minute ago. Uh, you're a mom. Yeah, you've got a kid, yeah. Yeah, you've got a kid, a kid in college, college or university, if I'm not mistaken. And she so, just graduated. Oh, that's terrific. Congratulations. Okay, so uh, you're hiring people younger than you, I assume. Is that right? All the time. All the okay. time. Now, Pretty sure my boss look, is younger than me, too. Okay, do they look at you and think, this is like my mom, I have to you know, have special respect for her, or, or do they feel comfortable with you? Do you have a, like a sort of an image problem because uh, you're, you're like a mom? No, I think most people look at me and assume I'm closer to 30 and don't know that I have kids unless, you know, they come into my office or see me on Facebook or something. Okay, so you mean I don't look my they age. think you're a peer, okay? You're not you're – not, okay, it's not an issue. Is that an issue with other people? No, no. I could see some – I don't, some, know. I don't someone, think so. Look, you're hiring people. Uh, when what are they? Twenty three years old, twenty five years old. My they come hiring in. people? No. <laughs> well, you're recruiting. I don't. People. I don't do university in- recruiting. I, I recruit like mid career, so they're you know a little bit okay, older so than that. A lot issue. of them. Okay. Nah. Okay, it's not an issue. Okay, but I think it yeah. could be an issue. That's why I asked. Sure. I'm going to move on. It could be. I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Now, I read your LinkedIn profile. It's surprisingly mm-hmm. empty. Uh, and I just want to know, if, <laughs> I want to know if you wrote this pitch, because this is what's there. This is what's on her profile. Oh, wow. What if your job description were simply make tomorrow better? That's the essence of, uh, of our roles or something within the Bing team. Every day we reimagine what is and what can be. We help shape the future. We empower billions yeah. around the globe. This is what her LinkedIn profile, her job description is. It sounds like you're signing up to work for Mother Teresa. What's going on? Why do you put that there? I shamelessly stole that from our job descriptions. Why? <laughs> what's what's wrong why? with that? That's in our job you. descriptions. That's a tagline that somebody in PR wrote. I don't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn anyway. I don't live and die by it, so... I'm not worried about it, but no one except you has ever complained. 
you know what? But no one's impressed either. I'm going to tell you that, dear, because everybody no says. One? Have you taken a poll? Is this a scientific study that you've done? I'd love I, to see the results no, of that. Some, Do you have a bar graph? I'm, in, some I'm impressed. You just know. Some things you just so, know. Alan's you read a lot of articles me. every day. Hold on. You keep talking over me. Don't do that. Now, you, you, you read a lot of articles. They say the first thing Animals a candidate match. or potential candidate does when you call yep. them on the phone or send them an email is check yep. out who you are online. Okay, so they're going to yes. look at your LinkedIn profile. Do they see anything yes. about you there? No. They see a bunch of taglines. Oh, we're fantastic. You know what they we see that they the love? World of the future. Why would you put that there? Shame on you. You, you know, because... Because I stole it from a job description. But let me tell you what they see that they love. I rescue resumes from ATS Black Holes. I get an email with that subject line at least every day. At least once a day, if not more. What, make tomorrow better? That works. No. No, that I rescue resumes from ATS Black Holes. It's like I've never been on the show before. Like, how is he surprised this is happening? No, no, I've never. I was going to ask you what your subject lines are. Read it. Tell, tell, tell me it. I don't no, understand. No, 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 no. The subject line to me from candidates who have gone to my LinkedIn profile, they send me an email or an email sometimes and say, "Hey, you've said you rescue resumes from ATS black holes. Can you help me?" So they see that on my LinkedIn profile that you hate, and I get at least five inbound candidates a week from that. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me ask you something. You've got a bunch of recommendations, uh, like 25. One of them is from a guy Didn't named pay Matt. for a single one. <laughs> okay, one of them is from a guy named Matt Kinzer. He says, yes. I approached Amy. I approached Amy at a time in my yes. life. Get out the violins, everybody. When I was very frustrated and unhappy with the work I'd been doing, Amy took it upon herself to help me in a way most wouldn't. What does that mean? Yep. What does so that mean? So I had recruited Matt. I, I will tell you the story if you'd like to hear it. I know you like stories. Go ahead. Ready? Okay. I had recruited I'm Matt right. to my previous company. And he had been in the job for a little while. There were some changes in the org. He wasn't crazy about blah, 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 blah. He came to me. I'm an internal recruiter. I had already recruited him. I'm done, right, because I'm doing all external stuff. He came to me. As, as just a, a friend and colleague and was like, I hate my job right now. Like, what's going on? And, and we talked through the details of what was happening. And so I encouraged him and also kind of gave him some guidance on how to look at other roles within the same company. I don't get any credit for this. I don't get any, you know, there's nothing in it for me. I don't get bonus on retention or anything like that. But he's a great employee that I knew we wanted to keep in the company. So I gave him some tips. I listened to him. I, you know, just helped him out. He ended up moving into a different role where he was much happier. He's moved on since then. This has been many years ago. But, yeah, I, I didn't have to help him. I didn't have to talk to him. But he was a well, good you're gonna work today. You're going to do some work. You know, I mean, You're going to finish off. He was a great candidate. I wanted to keep him. So that's what we did. Boy, you're quite the hero. It doesn't sound like that much to me. Okay. Yeah, well, let's take another recommendation. No, 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 no. You stop being disrespectful to Amy Animal. I'm not I'll come disrespectful. Up there. I'm not disrespectful. Okay. Garrett Chan says, Amy taught me a much more effective way of reaching out to candidates by directly addressing what may interest them rather than the same old song and dance commercial that is often spammed and subsequently deleted without further thought. What does that mean? 
I mean, this is like sourcing 101, what we always talk about. You find something on someone's profile or on, on someone's resume, and you say, hey, you seem to love this. I've got some stuff that's doing the same thing. What do you think? You want to talk? I mean, my script, if you will, my template is short and sweet. I don't verbally vomit, you know, oh, hey, I've got this great job. Come make the world better, blah, blah, blah. I don't put that in an email <laughs> ever. So what I told Garrick, and unfortunately he can't be on the call because he started a new job recently, was just, hey, just ask them what, what they're looking for. If I were to call you with the ideal job, what would that look like? I might have it. I might not. I don't know. But what would make you take my call? Hold on. Can you tell us exact? First of all, I'm going to this make tomorrow better. I think that's a great subject line, but you're not using you're not using that. Okay, no, I'm not you using that. You dodged that. I asked you what subject line you use. You didn't answer. So there's a big vacuum. People have no takeaway there. That's one oh. thing. I want to know what subject you line you use. You know what I say? I say I work at Microsoft because apparently that brings all the boys to the yard, right? That's what I hear all the time. Oh, Microsoft's that's what calling. I better answer. That's what yeah, John Sumter that's the told you. So let's just go with that. Well, so <laughs> do true, you do it or not? No, no, no. You no. do it or not. There's people out there looking for truth, Amy. Don't fool around on this show. What's your subject line? We're trying something new. We're going to be serious. Okay. So here's one that I used recently with a competitive candidate. I said, happy almost anniversary at your company. Ready for a change? Question mark. Really? And did, yeah, did she the emailed me back apply? in 10 minutes. 10 okay. minutes. Give us another, give us another one because it's not everybody's anniversary when you get in touch with them. Okay. Give me another one. Um, gosh. All right, let me, they're, they're all different. So you want me to like open my email and read some to you? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even going to open email, but you now look at you. You didn't expect to have to tutor <laughs> somebody today, did you? I really didn't. I mean, you know, well, hey, what are you doing here? Force what are you here? We're going to go over all of this. <laughs> sure so knowledge. you know what it is? It's typically something like, or, or another one that I use a lot is I'll, I'll say, you know, um, checked out your resume with a ma- you know my hiring manager want to talk question mark i mean it's the subject line for me isn't really important they see my email address they probably know i'm a recruiter it's i mean i don't understand why the subject line is such a big deal if you're leaning on your subject line for this whole process you're doing it wrong from the start well Anybody amy want to i just have on? a question okay. then what compels you to open up animal can i ask her a question yeah, go ahead. What, I'm not doing too well. What compels you to open up an email if it's not the subject line? I, I mean, I, I kind of glance at most emails. I have the reading pane where I can kind of quickly skim it and then decide if I want to actually open it or not. And I know yeah, maybe not everybody does that. What makes you want to open it? What well, um, if it's grammatically correct and nothing's misspelled, I'll probably well, open you know, it. Those well, are the, the ones that get deleted. Downhill. The show Seriously. is going well, downhill. Like, I know, don't know why listen, this sub- Amy, is the subject line Amy, our biggest problem. No, 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 stop. I'll stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a time to sober up, okay? I'm going to do an ad. You're here. I've got to tell you what's happened. You know, they've hired you now to do uh, webinars for software companies and stuff like that. It's gone to your head. You're not taking the recruiting animal show seriously, okay? So you think about that. Take some deep breath while I do my first ad, okay? Hi, everybody. 
recruiting animal here. Don't cry. Talk to Maureen if you have a problem, okay? Hey, everybody. Recruiting animal here. We can pray for you. Okay. Every week on my Facebook group, people are asking, what ATS should I use? Well, I want you to know something. This show is sponsored by Martin Snyder. He's the boss over at PC Recruiter. That's some recruiting software. And you know what Martin says? He says, hi. What? What? Might wow. want to hit that mute button, buddy. <laughs> yeah. What jerk is and talking like that? I was Because if I know your name, I'm going to shame you, and you're going to be ashamed. Okay? That's what you're going to be. You're going to have to hide. <laughs> That's the way that I'll works, right? I'll drive you right off social media, buddy. I got 24,000 Twitter followers. I got 10,000 mm. people on my Facebook group. And who knows how many millions are listening to this show. If you want to make me your enemy, you're looking for trouble. Okay? Keep quiet. Mm. Okay, I'm going to do my ad. It'll only take 30 seconds if somebody lets me do it. Now, my friend, Martin Snyder, is the boss over at PC Recruiter. And he says that if you buy recruiting software, the integration partners are almost as important as the software itself. And you know what? PC Recruiter has good partners. And you know what else he says? PC Recruiter is everywhere. Anywhere you go in the whole world, you're going to find someone using PC Recruiter. And you know why? Because PC Recruiter is good for any kind of recruiting. Executive search, direct staff. Uh, direct hiring, rather, staffing, temp people. It works for everything. Martin calls it the Swiss Army knife of recruiting software because no matter what kind of recruiting, it embraces you, okay? So check it out at PCRecruiter.net. And remember, PC, <laughs> PC Recruiter loves you, okay? Now, I was angry, so I'm laughing, but PC Recruiter does love you. And Amy Everybody here loves you. Don't take it the wrong way. I'm coaching you. I, to- I had a bad oh, day yeah, this can't... morning. I told you I had to have Maureen rescue me. Maureen had a rescue me. Maureen's had good people. Thank God okay. for Maureen. I won't even tell you about the snowstorm we had because I'm sure it pales in comparison. So I, I won't even I go there. Here, here's a subject okay. line. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one. So back when I was in Windows and I was recruiting for the Windows team, uh, we launched Windows 8 and then Windows 10, which you know people didn't love, right? And so my subject line back then was want to make Windows better. That, that got you, a good that response was, to it. That was the standard one. Response. That was, that was my <laughs> subject line, yeah. For a lot. Well, yeah, okay. For sure. Now, with, with this stuff, you know, I asked you what you told Dara, uh, Garrick Chan, and you yeah. started saying all kinds of stuff, way more than anyone could ever put in, a, in an email. Okay. So I really actually like the exact words you use or the structure that you use sure. for your email. There's some, you know, beginning recruiters out there. They want to learn something. Okay. Why don't you help them? So absolutely. So here's and and I've said this before. So hopefully this doesn't come as a surprise to people who know me. My emails are so simplistic and transparent. I don't try to add a lot of fluff. I don't play games. I just say, hey, I'm a recruiter with this company. I'm contacting you because we're hiring engineers. You have these specific things in your background that we could benefit from. My question to you is. Would you be open to a conversation? 
are you, you know, you've been at your current company for X number of years. I see you're just finishing this project. Are you ready to do something new? Can we talk? I just want to get the next conversation. I'm not pitching a specific job. I'm not pitching, hey, come and interview or take a job with my company. I'm saying, do you want to talk? Can we get on the phone for 10 minutes and see if it's worth our time to even set up a, a second conversation? That's it. Okay, it seemed like a lot, uh, but I'll move on, okay? So I just want to go back to these recommendations. Here's another guy, Rohit Rohila. He says, not only did I feel Amy cared about me, <laughs> cared about me as a person, but she also helped guide me and prepare me for all of my mm -hmm. interviews, okay? Like, yeah, you, you, and he got the job. You, okay, but I mean, like, how, when do you get to do your work if you're a bleeding heart for all these uh, needy guys? That is my job, is finding, sourcing, screening, assessing, and coaching people to a degree. Like, I'm not going to give everybody the answers, but I'm going to help them understand, here's what the company is looking for. Here's things you're going to get in the interview process. Here's what you want to study up on or refresh yourself on. Now go and, and kick ass at the interview. Like, that's my job. Okay, let me, hold on, let me, let, me let me clarify something. This guy, Rohit, he was your candidate. And so you prepped yes. him. Is that what he's talking about? Yes. How much time do you spend prepping people? 20 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a lot, isn't it? I do a 30-minute kickoff with every single interview. To this day, I still I have three of them on Friday. I have 30 minutes in person with each of my candidates before they start their interview day. Wow. That's a lot. Anybody want to comment on that? That's a great thing to do. It's a lot of time. Amy, did you it is, but how long are you working? I'm sorry. We're, are they in person? Is that what you said? Yes. All of mine are I all do in person, with the exception of my Bay Area candidates. If someone is interviewing in the Bay Area, obviously I have to do it by phone, but I still do a 30-minute kickoff with every single candidate that ever interviews externally. I don't do anything internal. But all of my external candidates have 30 minutes with me before their interview. Okay, then one last question. So with OFCCP and everything within an organization like Microsoft, what are you able to prep them on exactly, or how do you do that without stepping over the bounds? Yeah, no, I mean, I have a standard, like every candidate kind of gets the same treatment, right? So it's here's your interview structure for the day. Here's the people that you're going to meet. Here's what that's going to look like. Um, you can anticipate certain questions. Like for a software engineer, I'll tell him, look, your first hour interview, because they're all a series of one-on-ones for my teams, you're probably going to you know, spend some time at the whiteboard, be prepared to answer kind of basic CS fundamental stuff. Second, third interviews are probably going to get deeper into more complicated coding questions, design questions, maybe algorithms. It depends, right? Because I have data sciences too, that's a little bit different. But I give them kind of an overview. This is what to expect and the questions you can anticipate. Um, remember to also ask questions yourself. You know, make sure that you're asking about, you know, and, and I mean, we don't have a half hour to go through all of this, but I, I tell them, I kind of coach them on, you know, how to show up well and how to ask questions and how to really appear to be really engaged. I think especially for engineers and tech talent, you get two engineers in a room, they're probably not going to be the, the, the most 
talkative, friendliest people. So yeah. it's coaching both ways, right? It's it's kind yeah. of getting them both to ask questions and and you know show that enthusiasm for the process and, and for okay, each other. Okay, hold on a second. Of, so Wait speak. a second. I'll let Alan I'll let Alan ask a question, but first, why don't you just write that down? It sounds like you're spending a half an hour telling them something they could read on one page. Not really, animal. Because most you can answer, answer for her. I'm not going to answer, answer for her, her. but you. I'm not going to answer for her, but I'll answer with my experience. So back off there, boy. Um, the uh, prepping people because this, these are people, and not all the hiring, not all interviewers are the best interviewers. And some, and many times we all know candidates get excluded or disqualified because well, animal came in with a red jacket. I like burgundy or what have you. Make sure you ask questions. It's a prompt. You're just giving them the rules of the road to help them get through the process of the interview and be very productive and say, hey, look, pay attention to this. Make sure you ask questions. You're probably going to yeah, go to a whiteboard. Why can't they write that down? That was my question. Why can't it's relationship building. Because it's- Amy's serving as kind of, and, 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 and forgive this term, but it's a cheerleader to get them going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, totally. Different. Totally. And they ask questions. So it's, you know, it's usually 10 minutes of the 30 minutes it's 10 minutes of me talking and then 20 minutes of them asking questions and getting clarity because they may say well what do you mean by that and what about this and and so it's a conversation it's not a one pager here go read this and go away it's a conversation okay now you know what alan alan fleur alan fleur f-l-u-h-r-e-r is that correct yes it is animal Okay, Alan Fleur with the deep voice. Okay, he just said you're wearing a red jacket, and Animal doesn't like red jackets. The guy who was the guest last week, he said he's got all kinds of data. He said three-quarters of hiring managers reported that they hired candidates primarily because they had personalities similar to their own, and many candidates are hired at banks and consulting firms because they share leisure pursuits with the hiring manager. Do you agree with that, Amy? Is that true? What? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what you're saying. I love you. You know what? You're the hiring manager. Does the hiring manager hire people with similar personalities? Is that who they gravitate to? Or people who have the same hobbies that they do? That may be who they gravitate to. That may be who they gravitate to. I would not say that's necessarily who we end up hiring. So they don't hire the people they have who have similar personalities to them. Is that what you're saying? Why are you fighting with I me think, today? Why are you making me struggle? Think, <laughs> well, animal, you're making a that's blanket statement, man. My love. Yeah. That's what we do. You know, it's. They can't hire on that basis. Now, again, you're talking about engineers hiring engineers. They're probably techie geeks who code for fun on the side. So if you're going to bust my balls because an engineer is hiring another engineer and they both play D&D, you're barking up the wrong tree. All right, all but am I am I gonna say you know I'm gonna let somebody hire somebody because they their kids are on the same little league team? Of course not. I better do another ad. Okay. I, I probably lost. Gonna, you might lose all your sponsors after this, so get them while you can. Uh, something's wrong. The show's not going. You're not in a good mood today. You're not in a good mood. You're not following you're my lead. Because your should. internet was down. 
You need to follow my lead. We've done this before. We know the dance, animal. Now do your ad. No, no, back. we don't. I thought we did, but we don't, Amy. We're stepping on each other's toes. Now, let's <laughs> calm down. I'm going to do another ad. Oh, Amy, and, calm you know, down. I, when I oh. come down, we're, we're he gonna, just told me to calm we're gonna down. We're going to pray. Maureen, we're going to pray for the show, okay? <laughs> You're in trouble now, animal. Okay, first let me do this ad. For our good friend, Nin, N-I-N-H, with the unnecessary H, Nintran, okay? And he is the COO over at Hire Tool. Let me spell it for you. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L. Hire Tool is the hot new sourcing tool. And it's a hard one to spell. But I just spelled it for you. You know what? I was on the Boolean Strings chat. I've told you this before. And uh, it's a great chat, I think is how you get there. And uh, it's all about sourcing. And people were talking about this hire tool. They were saying it's really great for finding email addresses and phone numbers, contact information. That's what I branded it with. That's how it stuck in my mind. But then... This guy, Nin, he said, come on, do a demo. Come on, do a demo. And I don't like doing demos, okay? Because I don't like going places and saying, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great. But you know what? This is good. I was surprised. It's an all-round sourcing tool. It creates the strings for you. If you're not educated, if you're stupid, it helps you search Facebook, LinkedIn, and GitHub. I'm stupid, okay? I wasn't putting you down. I don't have to figure stuff out. It does it for me. And then, you know what? When you get your results, it ranks the people you find against your search terms. Like, it it gives you the people who are in order, who are closest to what you're looking for, and it estimates their salaries. And you know what? There's a freebie. There's a Chrome extension. But if you want a demo, go to HireTool.com. HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. C-A-O-O, what are you going to tell you? Nin Tran, he's a member of all the recruiting groups on Facebook. I hope he's listening to the show right now. And uh, But he's easy to reach. If you want to talk to him, ask him about the product, you can get in touch with him. Okay, uh, everybody, let's hold hands and make an um sound or a hum sound, okay? Uh, are you with me, Maureen? Maureen, are you with me? And we're going to send yell. We're going to send yellow light to the show just for a little while. Okay, one, two, three. Okay. Um, 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 okay. Um, I'm censored now. We're all censored. We didn't have Amy a song. That's the problem. We're just like all off filter because we didn't no, have No, no, that is not the problem. <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> Who is that? Michael Chicago. <laughs> More, I think she's right. What do you want to sing, Amy? You got a song? Oh. Uh, let's go. Mrs. The show's already uh, wrecked, Animal. Just go on. No, it's not wrecked yet. <laughs> I'm having to squeeze it out of you, but there are some takeaways. No, what okay, about what Mrs. Wanna, Brown? Let's go, let's go. What do you want to talk about next? What have we not covered that's important to you? Okay. Well, uh, you know what? You did a, a, like a show on... Um, artificial intelligence and uh i don't want to say that you're not modest but you said nothing can replace me i can beat watson and in case everybody doesn't know i don't think know, i said i could beat watson did i you say did that? say that i, I it people. sounds like something i say so you said, you know, sure i, I said it watson. probably not you in said, chess 
but at sourcing, I'm sure I could. <laughs> but you said, so, here's what you said. Here's what you said. I dare you to find an algorithm that can do what I do. There isn't one. I could beat Watson. And for all the ignorant people out there, Watson is this IBM computer that can do anything. Okay? <laughs> Amy says, Well, there goes my chance of ever working for IBM. <laughs> I could beat Watson. So, and, and you know why? <laughs> you know why? Because she says, uh, when people come, you know, candidates, I'm very good at uncovering their motives, and the computer sure. couldn't do that, right? Are you no. going to? No way. Why not? Why can't a computer uncover someone's motives? Yeah. N- nuance. nuance. Nuance, animal. Are, are they asking those like. questions? Are they asking those questions? I mean, is that, I, I haven't seen a chat bot that fabulous yet. So, I mean, I know we're working on some stuff. I'm in AI and R now, which is exciting, but no, I haven't seen anything like that. But let me give you an example. I know you love stories, okay? So here's an example. We have a process where our candidates have to meet basic qualifications, right? And so we create strings around these basic qualifications, and we run those strings to move people through the process, okay? Now, a lot of us will still, you know, try to look at resumes and make sure our strings are good. We can change the strings. We can't change the qualifications. Those have to be there. Um, But we can kind of play with the string and make sure we're pulling the right people. So I have a candidate who clear fit for the role, meets all the qualifications, everything's good, we're moving to interview. My associate, my recruiting associate who does all kind of the back-end processy stuff keeps telling me I can't get this person pulled through in the tool. It, it's not, the, the algorithm isn't pulling this person through. Do you know why? Because I have the word software in the string. Software engineer makes sense, right? Well, why wouldn't this person have software on their resume? This person didn't have software on their resume for whatever reason, even though they clearly had been in this industry for a long time and were clearly qualified for the role. I had to change my string, which fortunately I'm allowed to do, to get the person pulled through. Would Watson have done that? You mean it was pushing, you mean it was um, rejecting this person? Yeah, we, we were stuck in the internal system because we couldn't get them through because we have all these compliance things in place. I'm probably saying more than I should, but the reality is we had to then, as people, as human beings, go in and manipulate the information that we were creating and the okay. strings that okay. we were building okay. to make well, sure that people were on. getting through. The shows were running out of time. Okay. But do you understand what I'm saying? If I had yeah. just left it to an algorithm, right. I would have never really gotten this person through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're better That's than Watson. That's an important point. Uh, you're, better than Watson. you're better than Watson. Okay. Look, At look, this, Bobby Fisher. Not well, look, Bobby that's, Fisher. That's why, that's <laughs> why recruiters, well, maybe okay. they will be replaced, but Maureen, that's why they shouldn't be replaced. I want to ask, I want to tell everybody is something strategic. Amy is changing. Amy branded herself as the salary person before. If you wanted to talk to somebody about how people negotiate salary, you talk to Amy, right? But now they're passing all these laws that you don't even get to talk or ask someone what their salary is and stuff like that. So she's made a shift. Now she's telling no, everybody. No, I just did a salary negotiation webinar last week. I haven't shifted anything. I'll still talk about that. Okay. Well, I think you're making a shift. I think you're in the in the in the making a shift over to how to punch out hiring managers. That's your new shift, okay? <laughs> 
Yeah. That's just another no. valuable service I offer, animal. Yeah. No, because I've got a lot of quotes from you. The first thing, you, <laughs> you, you first you set it off, you say, what do you do? You, you've got a new hiring manager, right? And mm-hmm. he's all enthusiastic. And you, you say he. Okay, maybe it's a she. And, yeah, and, maybe it's a she. Okay, you go in there. What's the first thing you say to them? You say, I'm a big fan of telling you what you're going to do, <laughs> not asking you what you want me to do. That's not my opening sentence. <laughs> and then you say, how does that res- resonate with you? <laughs> That's not yeah, my opening me. sentence, animal. That would be rude. <laughs> my dad's listening. Let's clean it up. <laughs> no, I go in, and, and this is where I start. I start with, let's talk about the business problem you're trying to solve. I don't want to talk about recruiting. I don't want to talk about candidates. I don't want to talk about resumes. I want to understand what are you tasked with? What's on your annual review? What are the things that you have to accomplish? Once we have that defined at a very high level, then we start talking about what do you need to get that done? Okay, you need a a team that does this and that. Okay, what do you already have? Well, I've already got really strong developers, but I don't have a leader for them. Okay, so what we're looking for is a senior person who can come in. And so from there, you start gathering the information around the business problem and where there are gaps, and that forms your talent strategy. That tells you what you're recruiting for. You know what? Ricky King, he did a recommendation for you. Here's what he says. He Mm -hmm. said, Amy goes out of her way. Amy goes out of her way to learn about the position she's recruiting for. And I heard you say loud and clear, I recruit in tech and I'm not going to understand technology in any way, shape or form. Okay. And now you're telling us you go into the hiring manager and you grill the person uh, and then you tell him what he needs on his team. How do you know? If a manager is telling me, this is the perfect example, I've had this happen, okay, I've got a team of 20 engineers, a lot of them are very junior, I'm concerned about the strength of my bench, I don't have anyone who's really ready to be promoted, I've got a lot of direct reports, I'm probably going to need to split up my team, okay, do you have anyone who's going to lead? No. Okay, so then we start talking about seniority, we start talking about software engineering managers, we start talking about a kind of talent that is missing on his team. It's not about, oh, I've got an open head, so go find me an engineer. It's about this is the person that I need. I don't need to know how to code in C Sharp to understand you need someone with with the management experience. That's what I'm talking about, and that's what Rick is talking about. Rick was a tech guy. I didn't understand a thing about networking protocols or whatever it was that he was doing, but I understood where there were gaps in his team and what we needed to fill them. Amy, you know what question I loved that you asked, and you could probably do it of your candidates if you don't already do so, is what are you measured on in your evaluation? Yes. I think is a great question. Great question. It is a huge eye-opener. And I'll tell you, I wish I'd used it sooner, but I've only been asking that question for probably the last six months, and it has completely changed the what rest question? of the conversation. What question? What are you measured on through through talent acquisition? Because that's what I do. I'm going to help you find people for your team. But how can I help you meet the goals that you're measured on? We all have an annual review and bonus attached to it. So if managers are looking at their hiring strategy and getting their work done through the eyes of how it gets them to have a good review, it completely changes their involvement, and it also opens up a lot more questions that are going to help you do a better job of recruiting. 
Okay, so hold on a second. You're doing something. You're not just sourcing and recruiting. You're going in there, and you're telling the hiring manager what he or she needs on their team. That's what you're, you're, you're doing, the strategizing about how to – Yeah, kind of I mean, I'm helping them hiring. get to that point. Like, they have to Does make anybody the decision. Else do yes, that here? I do need a senior Does person. Does anybody else do but... that here? Does anybody else do no, that I think here? No, I think it's brilliant what she's doing, and I think she should transfer that question to the candidate as well. We're not talking about that question anymore, uh, Kathy. We're talking about she tells the hiring manager what kind of person he should be looking for. He, she, he, does, she doesn't – well, that's really that's really what good sourcers and good recruiters do. They understand the the whole the process on either side of the 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 um, the recruiting process it's, itself. They they understand the um, mm. yeah, the issues, all the issues. Words are failing you. There's customer service recruiters who will walk in and take an order and come back with your cheeseburger, no pickles. That is not me. I will come in and I will help you plan your dinner, and then I will make sure that we're sourcing all the sustainable ingredients you need to make it. And then when you serve your dinner, you're going to be happy because you're going to get a big fat bonus. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Tommy Dimmick says, Amy has a quick wit and a great sense of humor. In the recruiting business, these are essential tools of the trade. Are they? Well, it helps when you're on the animal show, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, it doesn't. There's nobody who's funny here today, let me tell you that. I'm funny. Don't say I'm oh. not funny. I'm funny. Oh, oh, <laughs> now you're just insulting the group. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm off today. Don't, maybe don't, I'm you off. Think, don't you think improv is important in our business? I think you have to be able to, to think quick on your feet. First of all, you have to be able to kind of parry and jab a little bit. And you also have to not take yourself too seriously. If I got upset every time someone was mean to me or rejected me or, you know, said something hurtful, I would be a puddle of tears all day. So, yeah, if I can laugh at myself, I don't care what anyone else has to say about me. I think uh-huh. I'm hilarious, and I can live yeah. with that. Okay. And here's something else you say to the hiring manager. Hey, pal, I've got a reputation, and you're not going to be the one who wrecks it. You want a good people? You want good people from me? You play ball. If you want to hire losers, just keep it up. Just keep doing what you're doing, okay? You yeah. talk tough, Amy. I'm surprised. I no, do. no. You are. You you said, oh, I don't go in and hit them with that right away, but there's no, all kinds of... Not. Oh, yeah, but there's all kinds of statements here. You say, uh, we've all worked with the hiring manager who says, here's my job. I'm going to have 10 interviews by Friday, right? And you say, no way, mister. Here's what you can realistically expect from me. Three weeks. You do that, right? Most likely. I mean, depending on the context and what we already have in the pipeline, yeah. How am I going to get you 10 people by Friday? That's you know, there's so much work that has to get to where we get to interview stage. And part of it, too, is educating managers, especially new managers, on the process, right? So you want 10 interviews. Okay, let's work that backwards. Yes. So 10 interviews means that you've probably talked to between 20 and 25 people. That means you've probably looked at 50 resumes before you've decided you want to do a technical screen. That means I've probably 
probably talk to 100 people to get you those 50 that are qualified. For me to talk to 100 people, I'm probably sending 300 emails. You know, so there's, there's this whole kind of work back that you have to do and you have to show them the data. And then they're like, oh, Oh, I get it. Because a lot of times they think, and it's not because they're bad people. They just don't know because they haven't seen the sausage making. They think we just have a bunch of people we can put in their lap. It doesn't work that way, but you have to show them that. Well, it's because they have been trained by other recruiters to expect that lower level of quality. Well, and they're and they've been trained to be. They've been trained that they like to be lied to. Mm Mhm. And it's unfortunate. Well, and, and also, when, if I'm a recruiter who's going to commit to getting you 10 interviews by Friday, they're probably going to be a lot of really subpar candidates. Yeah. That's just the nature of And so, so if a, if a manager has been used to that experience, they have been conditioned to expect I have to talk to 100 people to find the diamond in the rough because uh-huh. I'm going through all of this subpar stuff to get to it. Uh-huh. We have Hold to flip that script and wait, train wait them to yeah. do wait a different thing. First of all, just so everyone knows, I didn't pull this number of 10 out of a hat. I'm always I'm quoting Amy, okay? She gave that. Now, what kind of manager needs 10 interviews? I've never submitted 10 Lots people in my it. life. Lots of them say that. I mean, I don't have that. I mean, I've had that problem in the past. I, I have great managers. I, I, quote me on that next time. I have amazing recruiting partners in my current job. So let's write that down, okay? But okay, in the hold past, on a second, yeah, I've had people say that. I'll stop you. Wait, <laughs> let me stop you right there. You also say, yeah, okay. I got great recruiting partners, but I also make yeah. sure that I'm buddy-buddy with the VP, so when I need someone to ride these guys, he'll do it for me. He'll rein them in. He'll tell them they better listen to me or else. Isn't that true? Well, there is definitely a benefit to having a top-down relationship. There's two things. First of all, yes, if you have someone that tries to go a little nuts on you, you get to have that VP in partnership with you, bringing them back into the recruiting fold, so to speak. Secondly, you get a view into the high-level strategy stuff that's going on. Sometimes lower-level managers can be very reactive. Oh, my gosh, I lost three people on my team. I need to immediately refill those three positions. Not necessarily. You don't know that if you don't have that higher level relationship where you can see what's coming. Maybe this person isn't going to have these heads to fill. Maybe we want to convert these positions to a different kind of talent. Line managers don't always have that knowledge up front, but if you're talking to your VPs and you have those higher level relationships, you're more likely to see those things coming. How do you, get, how do you ingratiate yourself with the VP? Because you told me he's three levels. You didn't tell me. You told everybody. He's three levels above your hiring manager, right? What, do you sit down at his table at lunchtime in the cafeteria? How do you do do that? No, I put time on his calendar. And I say, I'm coming to chat with you about recruiting for your org. Here are the specific things that I'm going to ask you. Here are the things that I need from you. And I will see you next week. Okay. Okay, i I got to do another ad. And you know what? What about a song? Get them all Mrs. Mrs. Brown, you've got a, a a lovely daughter. Do you know that one? Kind of. Okay, you don't. Okay, now another word, everybody, from our sponsor, PC Recruiter. PC Recruiter. Everybody is always claiming that text and social media are the hot new forms of communication. 
We all know that's not true. If you listen to this show, you hear it week after week. You didn't hear Amy talking about texting. You didn't hear Amy talking about tweeting. She's talking about email. And you know why? Because email rules the roost. Email is king. Email is queen. And PC Recruiter handles email the way you want it handled. Right. Like your favorite coffee. It works with your mobile phone accounts. And it always shows your connected, your sent, and your received email for every candidate in hiring authority. Yes, it does. And you know what? If you want to get a, a glance at PC Recruiter, they've got these videos on YouTube, a lot of them. They call it Two Minute Tuesday. They put them out every Tuesday. They're only two minutes long. So, yes, even you can pay attention to the whole thing. And you'll learn something. So go there, pcrecruiter.net, pcrecruiter.net. Thank you. Now back to Amy. Uh, Amy, we've only got ten minutes or so. I'd like to make up. I so. Know. We're on good terms. <laughs> you pick a song. We're always on good terms. You pick a song, Amy. You want a song? Uh, do we have yeah. any questions from the audience, maybe? Like, if, if someone doesn't take something they can use at their desk immediately after this call, I'll feel like we failed. Okay. Anybody on the show got a question for Amy? No? Michael We're going to sing Cox. if y'all don't have a question. <laughs> no, let me no. ask a question. Michael G. Cox works in a company nowhere yeah. near as big as yours. There's 500 people, though. He's a, a, a recruiting manager on the inside. Do you uh, yeah. snuggle up Michael G. Cox to the higher-ups? Do you buddy-buddy yourself with the CEO so that if some hiring manager is causing you problems, you bring your big brother in? Uh, it, it's, it's something that, yes, you have to develop those relationships, but... Uh, at this point, it's not something that I have to leverage very often. No? If you have to leverage that, what's your relationship yes, you with the hiring manager going to be like after you brought the bruiser in to take care of him? I mean, isn't that going to ruin your relationship? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it would ruin it. It would no. certainly suck for a little while, but uh, I think once we figure out that we're all on the same team, um, okay. that we get you past that pretty quickly. Amy, do you only bring them in if they're if these hiring managers are going really crazy, and you can't it's handle not, them yourself? It's not a tattletale kind of relationship. It's not about you know oh this person isn't you know behaving or whatever. Um, the the manager should not be surprised if I because my managers know that I have a, a monthly. Um, conversation with their leader. This is not new. They know that I have relationships at different levels. So it's not like, oh, this person isn't playing nicely in the sandbox. Go beat them. It's, you know, hey, I have to report back to your boss or your boss's boss's boss, and this is the stuff that I'm sharing with him. This is the data that I'm compiling for him every month, and that is usually enough to drive better behavior. But Beyond that, the first thing, and this is probably what Michael does as well, the first thing you do is educate them on how this benefits them. You're mm-hmm. going to see better candidates faster and more often. We're going to solve your business problem. It's, it's not about browbeating someone into doing what I want. It's about educating them on how this helps them solve the problem they've identified. Yeah, typically, there are three, three types of candidates that, that are wanted. Uh, the hiring manager wants a certain type of candidate. The, the president that I'm working with or the VP that I'm working with 
wants a different type of candidate. Um, and then the, the position itself usually demands a different type of candidate. We have to yeah. often make sure that we're all on the same page. And, you know, a couple of years back when I first started here, we were not on the same page. So sometimes those, rela- those, those conversations have to happen. But as Amy had mentioned, it's not like you're going behind somebody's back to, to tattletale. But uh-huh. you are having in-person conversations or over the phone, but making sure that all parties are involved to make sure that we're on the same page. Otherwise, I got to go find somebody that the that the hiring manager is sold on or, or really believes they need to have for that position. And you know, the the person that is a few levels higher is saying, "Why are you going after? Why are you bringing this type of candidate?" So we often would have to get together in the same room to make sure that we're all on the same page. And usually okay. it was making and sure also, that people just understood. So, so do, you see, do you see how hard corporate recruiters work? Do you want to talk about that? Because clearly Michael and I okay. are not over here pushing paper around. Yeah, okay. But hold on. Here's what I see. Alan <laughs> Fleur, I'll, get, I'll come back to you in a sec. But, Amy, what you're saying, like I can see, I, I, you know, I've listened to, I did a lot of research for this show, okay? And you are, <laughs> you are pugnacious. And no matter how diplomatic oh. you're trying to make yourself sound, you come in from the very start and you say, no. I set the rules. Not you, Mr. No, hiring manager. I don't, no, I say we I'm are going to set rules finish, together. Please. Hold on. Was that your father swearing <laughs> earlier in the show when I was doing my first ad? No, he was never. He's streaming. He's just listening. <laughs> What's Hi, his Dad. name? What's his name? What's Jim. his name, Bill? Jim. Bill? Jim. Hi, Tim. Jim. Hey, Tim. I love your daughter, okay? Jim. The J. Jim. Okay. I'm not going to marry him. I'm not going to marry you either. You're out in Seattle. <laughs> okay. But look, you, yeah, Maureen, what are you groaning? Jerry's not here, so you're doing it for him? Look. <laughs> Why not? Here's what, I'll, we need, I'll, I'll we need back a, she's now. married, Michael. We yeah, need I a designated know. groaner. Yeah, okay. We do. <laughs> Here's the thing. She already said, uh, I don't take orders. I give them, okay? Now she yeah. says, look, oh. she, she said, look, uh, these are her own words. She says, hey, you've got a list of ten things that you think are really important. Let's play a little game. Cut out three yeah. that you could live without. And the guy yeah. cuts out three. Then he says, now cut out three more. I am in charge. I am imposing my will on you. In fact, I'm going to tell you what kind no. of person you need. I'm no. influencing. I'm no, influencing. she's getting to, they, they right. get to react. They get to respond. Yeah. I mean, sometimes more often than not, we end up meeting in the middle. But it's 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 influence, animal. Yeah. I, again, I think you're you're trying to put us in this corporate recruiting box where all we do is push paper around because we failed an agency. That's not what we do. We influence. We guide. We coach. Yeah. There's a lot I more to it. That. And I never animal. said Alan oh, Floor. Really? Alan Floor. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. You just quote that. other people who do say that. Gotcha. Okay. It's okay. Big difference. But, but Amy makes a really good point on how hard we work. And and who is who is who is the gentleman that was just talking? Michael, Michael Cox. Cox. He's been Michael on. Cox. He's been on for five years. No, I know, but I just didn't. I just don't know his voice innately yet. My apologies, Animal, and to Michael. Point being is, <laughs> and they make a good point. One of the things that I've done, and it does take a lot of time to do is when you've got these three people you're trying to help, you're trying to listen to three different descriptions, a quick way to do it that does take a lot of time to some degrees, sit in on the first two full candidate interviews, and you will discover what they really need because they will ask questions 
that will give you the true insights to what they're looking for. And sometimes, about 40% of the time, it's completely different than what they prattled off in the intake meeting. And that Mm -hmm. is when you say, wait a minute, why did you ask them about this? It's like, oh, well, you know, because, because, great example, because this accountant needs to be comfortable with 500 invoices a month, which is a very high number. It's like, well, you never said that at the intake. None of the right. three people never said that. Mm-hmm. Is, is, that import, that, is that important? Well, it's just somebody has to be able to handle that. Okay, so we just went from four interviews, candidates that all got disqualified, that all looked perfect, to, oh, that's the very first question I'm asking once we get past how's the weather. And exactly, you know, and, and, and that's why going back to your intake, that's an important question to ask. What is this person going to accomplish in the first six months or whatever? Because then it can tell you, well, they're going to have probably processed 10,000 invoices. Oh, wow, what does that look like in a day in the life? And so you yeah. uncover that when you're mm-hmm. asking the right questions. Right, and even in when you ask the right questions, sometimes they, the managers think, well, can't everybody do this that I'm going to interview? Well, yeah. No, because we're not aware of it. And if, or if you yeah. think and your entire, team, yeah, and if you think your, and if your entire team does it and does it well, you just suspect that everybody can do it. And so sitting in on those first two interviews is very enlightening, and along with a good intake, helps tremendously. And the other thing that helps tremendously is what I call the hallway conversations. It's what you hear two interviewers say about a candidate right when they come out or when they're talking about them if you couldn't be in the interview they make a com- and it's the small errant comment that really gives you the core of what that job is and you might already know it you might and you might just discover it but hallway conversations are candid they're casual she's the guest okay Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to help over. you out, Animal. I love Amy, and she's doing a great job. The show's Thank over. You. I got. I got to interrupt you. The show's Damn over. Damn it! Up. <laughs> but hold on a second. I've got a recommendation for Amy. Amy, go buy, go to GoDaddy and buy AmyLeansIn.com. Okay, Jim, you oh, raised it's okay. Jim. Was it Jim or Tim? Jim. Jim, you raised a strong. <laughs> Woman, I want to thank Maureen. I want to thank Michael G. Cox. I want to thank Alan Floor. I want to thank Kathy Manis, Jerry, for calling me before the show. Did I leave anybody out? Amy leans in. Thank you. okay animal was okay but the show itself i just same old thing as a recruiter there's there's nothing i'm going to now take to my desk and i am in a state of constant listening learning and applying that's my thing i got nothing from this show i'm not going to do anything Uh, i'm here jerry andy what do you think of the show today i missed it i was uh, involved in uh, trench warfare man i gotta tell you i'm hey animal mute the person that's doing the beeping Okay, area code 203. I'm off now. I'm going to have some lunch.
What are you going to no, have? Don't you worry about that. Just handle your Hey, I'm not worried about it. I was seeing if you were interesting. Andy Gregor, I'm sorry to have... Yeah, no, uh, no problem. Uh, no, I understand. Uh, we have to take care of uh, housekeeping. Um, I, uh, you know, man, I... I, I I'm sure the guy's a nice guy. Uh, as a guest, I'm 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 just gonna say it was it was kind of on the plainer side of vanilla, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it really was. I mean, I, I just uh, it was. I don't I don't remember a show being more, uh, you know, wah wah. I mean, it's just you know, it's just kind of I'm, I'm indifferent. Thank you. 